Are you the kind of person who gets straight out of bed when your alarm goes off? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's try and eat a whole packet of Tim Tams in one sitting like Josh does. Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, uh, as has been the common thread throughout Season 3, I very much like to get stuck into you, Josh, as we get started, because I've got so much built up. What a surprise. That's yeah. going to be four in a row, I think. I think it'd be close. I'm tempted to go a whole five from five next, <laughs> next episode as well. Josh, during the week, I got a text message reminding me to enroll to vote. Now, I thought that this was a great initiative from the government. You used to get a text message. I was like, yes, I need to enroll. So I went to the link that they provided me and... Surprise, surprise, you could do it all online. And I was very impressed by that. Wow, what an age we live in. Yeah, such a weird thing to be surprised by. You can update your voter details online. <laughs> yeah, don't get too cocky yet, Josh. <laughs> so I proceeded to update the form and I came to the last page of the form and it required me to sign electronically uh, my name and then to get a witness to sign as well. Did you have to sign it like like a, like a drawing? Yeah, just yeah. your finger. Doesn't that always work out well? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Isn't that just the worst thing when you have to do that digital signature? And everyone always says, geez, that doesn't look like my signature, does it? <laughs> What's the point of recording that? Are they referencing that later and going, show me a real signature? It's really strange. Anyway, Christian. Um, yeah, so, I, so the closest person to me at the time, oh. and, and I regret where I was standing, <laughs> happened to be Josh. So I went to Josh and I said, hey, do you mind just witnessing this? So I gave Josh my phone and he took it, looked at my phone, paused and then said, what am I signing? Yeah. And then kind of scrolled around to look at what it was. He was like, can you explain to me what I'm signing? So I understood that and I said, oh, I'm just re-enrolling for the Electoral Commission. And then he had the gall to ask me, and what address did you tell them? <laughs> okay. Firstly, the first thing I want to say is, my God, do I love recording this podcast with you two. This is so wonderful. It's not that you're having a go at me for being a responsible person. No, no, no. Yes. When yes, it's yes. one of your best friends. Best Sign friends. away. Yes. When one of your best friends is saying, hey, do you mind just witnessing this for me? Just fucking sign That's it and get it over and done with. Dion, what, what do you think? Once again, I'll reiterate, I love this <laughs> podcast so much. Um, I understand Josh's perspective on all of this. Um, I think that Josh has a legal um, responsibility. But also, as we've heard in uh, previous patches... Josh can be an asshole <laughs> and probably didn't go about it <laughs> in the best possible way. So Josh, maybe Please tell what's the soft touch way to say what am I signing? Oh, I'm I'm so impressed that Josh understands the concept of soft touch. <laughs> um, the best thing to say would be, hey, I know you've asked me to witness this. I know this might seem a little bit overbearing, but um, no, I babe. want to I, no no no. I understood the follow-up question was just what am I signing? It's like, yeah, man, yeah, what oh, am I your signing? Issue is me actually it confirming. You, it was like you saying, and have you given them the right address? <laughs> What's your current address? He tested me. Yeah. Yes, I'm signing my Who name cares? to it. What's it to you? What if they come after me? What and they are go, they going to do? Is this your signature, Mr. Porter? I'm like, yeah, it is. And they go, well, you illegally signed oh. this document that has false information on it. I, I would like the to man. Yes. Imagine, imagine if that's where they allocated resources, <laughs> chasing down witnesses. <laughs> 
No, I think that there's something in what Josh is saying. But Christian, I get where you're coming from. You like to you want to be able to trust your friends that um that they trust you. It's a trust issue, right? Correct. It's it's, it's the it's the ninety percent of your existence. <laughs> no, but like it's not a trust thing. It's just if I'm signing a document, I want to make sure that I'm putting my name on something that is accurate and correct, and I'm aware of what I'm putting my name to. Even if it's a good friend of yours who's saying, hey, can you just sign this? Yep. I am never... If someone just hands me a thing and goes, okay, mate, can you just sign this? No, no. Friend or otherwise. Friend Did or otherwise. Did I say, okay, mate, can you just sign this? <laughs> uh, you mind just taking a look at this, brother? Well, what happened was um, about six months ago, it was this group interview thing for some bar work and they had all this paperwork and there was a lot of um, foreigners. So, apparently heaps of Colombians do... It's like catering and stuff. <laughs> Colombian snorers. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, you want some of this? Hey, hey fish or hey, 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 chicken, hey. What are we going to feed those horses? A bit of hey, hey, hey. A lot of messy Israelis around the place as well. So, yeah, a lot of um, foreigners and the guy was saying that's a, a big part of the pit. So, in my group of about eight, there was two Australians and he was like, that is incredibly rare to have two, wow. let alone, oh. you know, even if you maybe get one. And one of the documents I had to sign at the end was saying, I have read through the company terms yep. or whatever it is. Sure. And I was like, well, I haven't read through that or seen it. And I was like, oh, hey, do you have the document thing? Oh, Josh. And the guy was like, you are literally the first person to ask that. And that's mental that everyone else has just yeah. signed this document that says, yeah, I read the thing. And, it, and he was like, I can get it for you. It's about as thick as a phone book. Christian, what oh, do you think of that? All right, Captain Principles. <laughs> so let's just say that you're on your computer and you've downloaded the, most, mm. the latest version of Apple iTunes. Mm. And then there's that stupid screen that comes up mm-hmm. with about 50 pages of information. It mm-hmm. says at the bottom, it gives you the option. I yep. agree. Yep. You click on that? Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what I'm not doing? Signing it. <laughs> no, but also that it's Christian. That's a very different example because one is iTunes and the other one is your employment, which could affect, which could probably more likely affect your rights. So I, I, sure. I'm with Josh on this. Like I'd want to see it. I'd want to see that just, they at least have the piece of paper and they're not just making it up. They, they could just show it to me. I don't even need well, to read through. I just want to see that. Yeah, they've got he, something. he was like, we can get it for you. It's a massive read. And I was like, I just wanted to know like the gist of it because it's like, yeah, I'm not going to read through it. But I just fundamentally disagree with signing something that you haven't that says I've read this thing. And you haven't. Yeah, because there's a power imbalance as well. But Christian, I find this very interesting. What have you studied? No, I (laughs) think I did do a law degree, but I think it's a threshold thing, Josh. Where it's like if you're applying for a catering thing, and then there's weird, there's some weird stipulation in your contract where they're like, "Oh, sorry, you have to work twelve hour days, and we only pay you twelve dollars an hour." Then you go, "Yeah, all right, I quit." Can I, that's it. <laughs> Christian, can I just pick up on something you said? I've noticed uh, this is almost a bone to pick with Christian. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. I've noticed every time that you say that you have a law degree, it's almost like you front up on the microphone and you make sure that people <laughs> hear it really clearly. I didn't bring it up, Theo. You said, <laughs> no. you said, what degree have you studied? Yeah, and then and I said, a law degree. <laughs> <laughs> I was at work the other day and I had to open a stopwatch uh, on my phone and it just happens to be in the same app where your alarm is. Mm-hmm. And the person who was with me at the time saw my alarm set up and noticed that I had uh, five alarms set up in the morning and it was for 5.50, 5.55, 6 o'clock, 6.05, oh. 6.10 and 6.15 a.m. That's well, nuts. Why do you think that is, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> but don't. why not just snooze it? Why are you setting so many different alarms? So... He had a similar reaction, yeah. which was confusion. But he's... Now, I'll, I'll just quickly deflect, Josh. He asked me, why don't you just have one alarm clock? Yes. Yep. And I explained this to him. 
Number one, I have no discipline. <laughs> Number two, what I like to create is a cacophony of alarms. <laughs> a in cascading my of alarms. Yeah, I want it to be a, a full landscape of sound so that it becomes so irritating <laughs> that I'm forced to wake up. And I do snooze, but I snooze each and every one of them. That's nuts. So, How long's the snooze? And it's like an eight-minute snooze. That means Why that at one point in time... Snooze? If I'm going back to sleep, I've got about 30 seconds of sleep before the next alarm goes off. You don't need to have that many running at the one time. Just use the one. How how early are you setting it? Like, what time do you set your alarm and what time do you get up? Yeah, so I set my alarm. The first alarm is at 10 to 6 for... Hang on, hang on. 5.50. 5.50? Yep. Okay. What's the difference, idiots? It's more visualizing. I can see 5.50 in my head. Okay. 5.50 a.m. Thank you. Zero, zero <laughs> five fifty hours. Um, and I wake up at probably uh, 20 past six. So you go half an hour. Yeah. I'm the same. Half an hour. I'm, I'm amazed you wake up so early. Like just as a starting point. Why do you wake <laughs> yeah. up so early? When so, do you get to work? So I used to wake up. And this. Thank you for asking, Dion. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I used to wake up at probably uh, 7, 7.30. Yep. And I did something that I set my mind to. Every day, I was like, I want to wake up earlier. So, I incrementally set my alarm oh. earlier each and every day to the point that I'm at now where I get up and I can just fucking lounge about for ages if I want, make a coffee at home. I love that. Christian, I reckon the reason why you originally woke up early is because you read in a book, like a self-help book, that successful people wake <laughs> up early. But what successful people don't do is wake up, have 15 alarms, and then lounge about the house for an hour. <laughs> Am I still waking up earlier than you? <laughs> yeah, but who cares? You're not achieving anything. You're not achieving more that self-help book is no, redundant no the whole what, what was I, that self-help book that you read <laughs> no but the point of me doing it was to have more time for myself in the morning yeah. because i hated the idea of being woken up and going oh, i've got to get to work as fast as possible and everything's rushed you know what i like to do with that time sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah i stay bed as long as i can that's oh. what I want. I don't. I, I understand the appeal of the slow morning routine of like, oh, I can take my time. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like half an hour. So I set my alarm for 7.05 and every 10 minutes it goes off again. So if I'm, you know, mm-hmm. feeling it, I'll get up at 7.15. Uh, 7.25 is pretty good. And then 7.35 is like, yeah, you've probably left it a bit late here. And, and, then and you- can I ask you a question, Josh? Yeah. When was the last time you woke up at 7.15 when you were feeling oh, it? No, that's well, I had to have a shave and a shower. Yeah, oh, wash my hair. So it's a 7.35 default. But 7.15 if you've got to get something done. Yeah, like I can I can motivate myself to do 15 okay, minutes Yeah, earlier. because I can't. Yeah. I can't. I don't have that. I have a different morning routine living with my girlfriend. She actually sets the alarm on her side of the bed. And what happens is at 6.35, the alarm goes off. And I'm reliant on her to snooze it. Um, and so I'm completely reliant on her to wake up. But what it's we your, have... It's to wake you up. It's to wake me up as well, yeah. Because wow. we wake up at the same time. Oh, but okay. what we have is we have a light that uh, mimics sunrise. So that actually helps me wake up in the morning. Unbelievable that you're getting stuck into me who has to wake <laughs> himself up, me, where you just get this cruisy, uh, wake, <laughs> wake me up whenever. But it's not like, but what, what do you mean? But I didn't read you the have, self-help book. Have, <laughs> no, neither have I. Well, I, I think, I think we know, Christian. <laughs> I think we know why you get up early. You thought you'd go to the gym, take the dog for a walk. You, you don't have a gym membership and you don't have a dog. <laughs> The annoying thing that my girlfriend does, so I get up before her, some mornings her alarm goes off before mine. 
She does it like an hour earlier than she needs to get up. I'm like, Jesus. that's nuts. That's would, just silly. Would you ever get her to wear like a Fitbit or something where it buzzes so it that that alarm doesn't interrupt your waking so much, hours? It's not so much that. It's just like, I don't understand why you're doing this. Like, there's a reason... Should like, ask for, her. Because <laughs> there's a reason why you set your alarm, you know, to maybe get you up in the morning a bit. But an hour, that's literally just waking you up and then you go back asleep again. Then waking you up and yeah, you go back asleep again. But it makes the... I understand why she's doing it. It makes the wake up an hour later easier because you've already been you've already been disrupted. The pattern's been ruined. And and then you know what she gets at that moment when the alarm goes off an hour early? She goes, Oh, one more hour. Yeah. And Josh, you know yeah. above everyone else, Josh's favorite feeling in the world is rolling back over and go to sleep. I am It so, feels so good. I am so bad at doing that. Because once I'm up, I'm like, I'm up. I yeah, but you've I, got Venetian blind eyes. <laughs> just, even with your eyes closed, lights coming That's in. That's the problem. So I've got my I've got my um my eye patch that is also a Venetian eye, <laughs> eye patch. Um but I would love to be able to go back to sleep. We've talked about this before. I was wearing those Kanye sunglasses in <laughs> <laughs> Just helps me drift off. <laughs> Time to check in once again with Mr. Minute, our uh, ongoing improvised 50s noir serial. Uh, in the last episode, we were at the pizza shop trying to chase down the origin of this um, basil herb mixed white knight chess piece. <laughs> um, and yeah, the employee at the pizza shop was taking Mr. Minute outside to have a chat. Mr. Minute, solving a crime one minute at a time. So there I was, out the back of Mr. Chino's pizzeria, having a chat with the guy. <laughs> Just to remind you, my name's Cap, a Chino. <laughs> you gotta be careful, Mr. Minute, people on the lookout for you. That's fine, I gotta get to the bottom of this. Tell me who's bringing in these herbs. Hey, 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 this line of questioning ain't appropriate for where we are right now. We're at the pizza shop. Hey, hey, oh, God, you've ruined that. Here comes the boss. Hey, I was just... <laughs> I was just walking past this pizza shop a little bit peckish. Mr. Minute? Oh, boss, no! Do we have an issue here? I got no issues, but you sound exhausted. <laughs> well, I'm... I'm wrecked. But I also... Need you to come with me. Get in this what, van. What are you doing? Oh, no, Get in this van, Mr. No, Minute. No, no, uh, this is our time now. So as you would have heard, our Patreon listeners are very, very important to us. They're the people that keep this podcast ticking. And once a month, one thing we do with Patreons is we let them submit topics that they want us to discuss. Mm. So we put up, as you guys know, a poll on the Patreon website, patreon.com forward slash welcome to Patchwork. And we got two submissions that really we thought were worth discussing. So Patreons voted on it and we have a winner and it's Eric Mewburn. And Eric Mewburn really wanted to know... Is it okay to call a store employee by their first name if they're wearing a name tag? Well, it comes down to the idea of what is the purpose of the name tag. And I think most of the time, the purpose of the name tag is to shame them and complain about them. That's, <laughs> what? That's wow. the only reason they wear the name tag, so you can identify who it is. Christian, but you really like... I've noticed, I love the name tag. Yeah, you love the name tag. And you also, I think you place a lot of value in when you talk to someone saying their name. I think... For, yeah, I, yeah. I, I spent so many years in customer service and hospitality when I was younger. And when anyone would look at my name tag and go, oh, thanks, Christian. You go, <laughs> yeah, that is my name. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, mate. I, I don't mind. Like, for me, having my name, I used to work at Safeway. And it was just this weird thing of, you don't really know me, but you've seen the name. I know it's just trying to be nice and friendly, but it, often it's just like, and how's your day been, Josh? Yeah, yeah, that's my name. Well done. Good on you. Hang on. Yeah, see, we've just said the exact same thing, but yours is very depressed and cynical about it all. Yeah, maybe it's because I was a teenager. Yeah, but what's the what's your concern with someone wanting to engage with you? Um, it's just not worth it. <laughs> no, but especially when you're at Safeway, that's not that's I, I, like in your situation, that wasn't somewhere that you wanted to be for many many years to come, so it mm. wasn't important to you. But I feel like if you have a like, what about business cards? Like, what about like, do you care when you when like I care? I've got a business card at work, and that's pretty cool having a business card that I can give out to people. But on a side note, we also got badges made for us, really and the person great. at work got these badges made in size ten font which was extraordinary <laughs> which was extraordinary so now i've got these badges that we put on that literally nobody can see but thanks d- d- it, yeah. it gives it gives people a, an excuse to look at your butt <laughs> sorry what sorry what was that <laughs> but also like i don't understand if they're a bat just on a side note they're a badge making company surely they should look at that submission and go oh this is size 10 font maybe i'll get back to them and ask them if they meant to make it size 10 font or if yeah. it should actually be a bigger font Anyway, <laughs> yeah, back to what Eric was saying. He's saying, is it okay to call an employee by their first name if they're wearing a name tag? I think, of course, it's okay to call them by their first name. I think that it it says, hey, I'm acknowledging that this isn't just a transaction. Yeah. Because I think it's important to break the lines and say, I'm not a piece of shit that's abusing you. You're, you're, you're a human being who's serving me and I appreciate you doing that. I think the most part though, it really is just an identifier that if something happens good or bad, you can talk to management, write in about it or something and you know the person's name. Do you think at all it's for the staff members? Yeah, yeah, heaps. So they can all just know each other's names? Yeah, yeah. so I had the exact thing with at Safeway. Um, so my name's Josh and on my name tag oh. it said... <laughs> Everyone welcome Josh. <laughs> it said Josh. And um, the boss, like the store manager was coming around and um, he was and he was talking to me and I was like going around doing shelves or whatever. And he's like, do you mind uh, just running to do some trolleys for me? And he said... It was great because he said, uh, John. And then I saw his <laughs> eyes go down, straight back up to me and go, Josh. That's so good. <laughs> do you want to do some trolley for us, John? Uh, Josh? <laughs> Following up what Josh said, my name is Dion. <laughs> and I used to work at Apple. And do you remember those white lanyards that Apple employees used to wear? Yeah. They don't wear yeah. them anymore. Size 10 font, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but because they were on a string, we used to get people glancing up and down like our midriff. It was very, very <laughs> awkward. But I, li- I do like the idea of making that a personal transaction rather than one that's just with an Apple employee or just with a Safeway employee? I'm not sure that I would address an Apple employee by their first name if it was there because I think that the point of like the Apple employees is they're all like this homogenized entity. With with the the Woolies staff, the the Safeway staff, yeah. they're independent. But at Apple, it's like, hey, I'll send you over to this person, then this person, then you're over here, and then you're yeah. at the Genius Bar. It's then a big machine. Yeah, it's like, who do I address? It doesn't matter if you've got name tags. You're all one in the Where's same. Where's Steve? Where's Steve? Yeah. <laughs> was... I spoke to Steve last time I came in. Steve's never worked here. <laughs> guy in the yeah. turtleneck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Hang on, that guy's wearing Steve's name badge, but that's not Steve. <laughs> It was really weird because when I was working at Apple, one of the things was I was looking around at my fellow employees and 
the distinguishing feature between all of us was I reckon we all had different hair. <laughs> like, I think what they did was they got people in a room and they're like, we want a cross-section of people in society. Let's get everyone with totally different hair. So, so when, no one had hair like me. And when they come back, he, he had very spiky hair. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, Dion, yeah, that's yeah, Dion. Yeah. Uh, it was, he was bald, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's John. That's John, he's over there. Yeah. Dreadlocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah, Sarah. So, so the key is if you want to commit a crime, become an Apple employee, <laughs> and then the sketch artist won't be able to distinguish anyone from each other. I also feel really good when I'm in a conversation with someone and I call someone by their first name. I think it's like, I think there's something, there's something you're validating their existence and yep. people really love that stuff. Yep. The other day I was in a meeting and I said to someone, I used their name and then I said, I really liked what you said before. And I referenced something that said people love that shit as well. Yeah. Yep. They love being validated because you know what? No one knows what the hell they're doing. And if you validate what someone else has said, this it's a beautiful is, thing. Well, well, this is gorgeous redemption for me because you <laughs> criticize me so much for loving being validated and you're identifying how important that is to make others feel that. I know that's important. It's not yeah. something that I need, but I know it's important to make others feel, feel validated, just not you. <laughs> <laughs> You love like, watching me struggle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the problem with using the names, though, I find is sometimes when you're like 90% sure mm. and you're going through your head, you're like, do I take this shot or not? Josh, do I just leave it? What do you do? So what do you do in that situation? You've, you've had contact with a person twice. You should know their name. How do you facilitate that conversation? Can I step in here, Josh? Sorry, I have a great technique that I use. If I'm going to a party and I know that there's going to be people there that I've met several times before, but for some reason, the name doesn't stick. I'm banking on this being shit, by the way. <laughs> I, I go to the people near me or next to me that maybe aren't as familiar. Yep. And I'll say, hey, I don't know this person, that person, and this person's name. So when we go up in a group together, I'm going to step back and you're going to have to go, hey, I'm XY. Yeah, to yeah, let yeah. Them. So I won't be around and I'll come in later. And over oh, they, they're the like a forward is. scout. Yep. And then they'll be like, oh, hey, I'm John. Oh, hey, I'm Steve. And I'll be, I'll be like, yeah, sorry, Steve, John. Yeah, sorry. I'll, Josh, I'll just... you haven't done that before? Um, I, I don't normally pre-prepare with the person. Normally, it's just like it's understood that if you're the new person to the group, just if I'm floundering yeah. for the names, just jump in and go, hey. No, because the new, the new person in the group shouldn't have the onus of the introduction. Yeah, it, they should. No, they're the new person in the group. Not if you're introducing them, you should be saying, Dion, this is Christian, Christian Dion. (laughs) Not standing there waiting for Dion to go, oh, hi, I'm Dion. No, but you go, oh, hey, this is my friend Dion. And then it's up to Dion to go, yeah, g'day. No, no, because you're going to get met with the most terrifying moment ever, which is, hey, this is my friend Dion. Silence. Yeah. Waiting for you to do the introduction back. Dion, this is... No, but that's why you've really got to push them. Push, <laughs> physically. Josh, Josh physically gestured, <laughs> pushing Dion on the bottom towards... This is my friend Dion. <laughs> um, just to clarify, is this a situation where someone knows your name and you don't know their name? Because that is the most... Yes. It's so incredibly awkward, isn't it? Yep. Sorry, I'm just cottoning on to what we're talking about five minutes later. <laughs> but you know what, though? There is this really weird power imbalance that that comes oh. with. And so when someone remembers your name and you don't remember theirs, part of me is like... I'm pretty good. So good. What? good. So true. Because like they so, remembered me. It's so oh, weird. Oh, wow. What a strange thing to take pleasure yeah. in, Josh. You know what Josh means, though, with that sort of thing? It's kind of like it, the power imbalance is because they thought you were more memorable yeah. than you thought they were. Yeah, yeah. 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 My name is worth remembering. Theirs was not. That's right. But <laughs> I'm almost tempted to leave this podcast. <laughs> I'd love you, to hear that sound you effect. Pr- yeah. <laughs> You're proud in being assholes. No, it's more... I think it, no, 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 it's not being an asshole. It's more that... I'm not actively trying to forget the person, but I'm saying there's a part of my brain that when that happens and they remember me and I don't remember them, I'm like, I'm a pretty memorable guy. 
It's pretty good. I felt sh- I had a weird uh, run in like this only with one of Dion's close friends. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I kind of stepped in. He was like, oh, we saw each other. Like, I was like, hey, ages. Haven't seen you. And he's like, hey, Fuck. ages. That's his name. <laughs> 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 Wait, how many times had you met him before previously? Uh, several, like lots of times. Lots of times. Lots right. of times. No, no, I, didn't, I didn't forget his name. Not at all. Like he's a great guy, and 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 when I see him, we ha- it's good chat. Yeah. But I happened to see him in this pub, and I was like, oh, ages since I've seen you, Jeremy. And he was like, oh, we bumped into each other in the city, and we had a chat. Oh, and really? I had no recollection of that happening, and that didn't feel good, Josh. <laughs> yep. I didn't feel good at all. Can I add a bit of salt to that wound? Oh, no. uh, Jeremy's also a very much-loved Patreon as well, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely should know his name by now. No, I know his name. I couldn't remember talking to him <laughs> in the city. So, Eric, thank you very much for submitting your t- uh, your topic to us, and thank you to all the patrons, or the patrons, who have, um, em- as Dion likes to say, Emmanuel Patron. <laughs> <laughs> who have um, who who voted and contributed um, to this uh, topic being discussed? I think we can. The takeaway is that it is fine to address employees by their first name <laughs> as long as you're a good person. Yes, and cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Every now and then with really good, we like to mix it up a bit. So today, we've got really good. (laughs) You know what's really good? Changing a car tyre and feeling like a man. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Using a high-pressure water hose to remove the grease off your hubcaps. <laughs> really, good. Really, really, really good. Really good. And do you know what's really good? When the nail deeply embedded in your tyre has created a perfect seal so that no air actually leaks out. Really good. Really good. And we love hearing your really good, so make sure you're jumping on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram for our Really Good Fridays and submit your own. And this week, do you know what Chantel Bryant thinks is really good? When your pizza tastes even better the next day. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. <laughs> and do you know what Alison Pierce thinks is really good? When the captain says prepare the cabin for takeoff and the seat next to you is empty. Oh, really good. Really good. And do you know what Jason C. Mann thinks is really good? When you're at a restaurant and order spring rolls to share and the number of spring rolls match the number of people sharing. <laughs> really good. Really, really good. You know Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. Um, please go and like us on social media. Um, Christian posted a photo a few weeks ago of him on Mount Snowden. It's mm. one of the worst pictures I've <laughs> ever seen. There is nothing to see in it. Gorgeous vista. Try, try, try climbing that mountain for six hours, <laughs> getting to the top, and that being your vista. And the cafe's shut. <laughs> so, yeah, please go and like us on social media. We sometimes post nothing, photos of nothing on there, which is still worth seeing. It would really help also if you could subscribe to Welcome to Patchwork, uh, through iTunes or any podcatcher like uh, there's some others available like Overcast is one Pocketcast is one that I've been using recently which is really great the benefit of subscribing of course is you get notified when a new episode comes out who would want to wait to listen to an episode of Patchwork I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this understands how subscribing to podcasts (laughs) so like subscribe (laughs) and retweet
We also have a Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork. Um, that's how you can support us uh, in our endeavors. Yes, and also you get a bunch of bonus content for our Patreons as well. So check out the tiers and uh, see what tickles your fancy. At the end of each episode, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh... This week, what did you sew into your quilt? Uh, Dion, my patch this week was me getting up two hours early every morning to read through the Apple Terms and Conditions. (laughs) (laughs) Christian, what patch did you Uh, sew this week? This week, I sewed into my patch, Josh, quickly signing a form on my iPhone and waking up at 7.35am the next morning without a kidney. Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? Um, <laughs> this week I sewed me introducing next week's patch with So Join Me Under the Covers with Christian and sorry, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patrick this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Get to your point. (laughs) I'm just joshing, come on.